Hello, universe. My name is Johnny Womack, and I have... Deuce. The Deuce. Deuce is here. And, of course, this is the happy hour. That it is. And, of course, this wouldn't be a happy hour without... The happy hour salute. The happy hour salute. All right. Let's see. Ah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, this is going to be... This is game-related, but a little while ago, Facebook, you know, the social yeah. media site that we use, that we have our podcast on, yep. uh, they... They bought Oculus Rift for $2 billion. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what I think about that. Well, I thought we would talk a little bit about uh, virtual reality in general. Yeah. Like, do you think that it'll be a few years before the Oculus takes off? Do you think it's going to be something, if they have a right price point, it'll it'll sing like, sell like gangbusters? Or do you think it's something that is still going to be gimmicky in audiences? Like, as you as a gamer, is, you know, what do you think about the Oculus Rift? And I'll give you my two cents after well, I got a lot of thoughts, to be honest with you. Um, if it is going to get any kind of fucking traction, it's going to have to have a good price point. Because if it comes out and it's like $1,300 and it's like, I can buy this or I can buy a fucking 90-inch TV, I'm getting the fucking 90-inch TV. Or all three of the current-gen consoles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you know Oculus Rift to go fuck itself. I'm going to go get the new TV. Now, before you... I'll preface your comments. The Oculus Rift is only for PC right now. Yeah. So just keep Which that in mind. Which also means I can't use it because I don't have a PC. So, so yeah. I mean, so now I'm going to spend $1,300 and buy some crazy-ass PC. And then what am I going to do with it? I mean, fucking A. Like, if I, can, if I can plug it to my PlayStation and play games, that'll be cool. Even though that 3D TV and the gun you could play with games for Resistance 3... Man, that really sold some copies, didn't it? So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, if it comes out at a good price point and there's cool shit you can do with it, cool games, I'm all in. Um, but if not, I just, I just don't see the point, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think virtual reality as a whole is going to be really cool, but I think we're just, I still think we're 20 years out. Well, I think, you know, when people think virtual reality, the first thing that pops to mind is, you know, malls. Right, you think of malls and they have the arcades where they have like the little thing that comes down in your head. You know, we were growing up, they had the arcades. That's not the first thing that came into my mind when I think of virtual reality. What do you okay. think of? What, what do you think of virtual, virtual fucking? When are we getting the virtual fucking? Because <laughs> uh, the straight up demolition man, you put the That's helmet funny. on and you can bang Sandra Bullock. Like, when's that shit coming? Because that'll move some fucking units. Yeah. But yeah. Until then, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but and even Nintendo delve into the. They had the Virtual Boy uh, that that didn't last actually six, i thought that thing was great i thought that cool. virtual was cool as shit. yeah i thought it was cool but it it, it, it was you know it, it died out yeah, really it, fast it died on the vine i yeah. think all it had was launch titles i don't think there was yeah i had like but, 20 copies yeah. total in its lifespan yeah. but so we've experimented with virtual reality for years yeah and it's always been a gimmicky high-priced thing very like you high said. price yeah so when oculus decided to do a kickstarter yeah. so the kickstarter they did a couple years ago or a, a year and a half ago they you could buy, you could put money down and you can get yeah. a developer's kit or dev kit yeah. as people call it, and for I think it was like two hundred bucks you can buy one, which isn't yeah. bad. I think that's a decent price. And they, they would send it to your house with some de- demos and you can check it out. And yeah. that was all you had. That yeah. was it. And then they would update. And how much it. did that cost you? It was like two hundred something bucks, I think. So if I paid two hundred dollars, they would send me an Oculus Rift. Yeah, that fucking worked. Yep, a developer's kit. So 
But did you have the glasses and everything? Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um, you had to have Damn. a computer, of course. But well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, I mean that's not bad. Right? No, they were like, hey, bad. let's make a make a. It was it's an early prototype, the yeah, developers yeah, yeah. kit, and then they made other ones you could buy later on. Yeah. But people got burned a little bit because they felt like, hey, you know, we funded you, Oculus, and then Facebook just turned around and bought you for two billion dollars. Yeah. We don't see any of that money, you know. And I we understand how ki- money I understand how Kickstarter works. You're not uh, you're not part of the the market share on that or you're yeah. not part of the you know you're not a shareholder yeah i get that but i do feel like some people feel like all right well all i had to do is do this and all of a sudden they've they made bank overnight you know what, what i mean well, like basically what that tells me is that the people that made oculus rift were smart enough to get other people to give them the startup money so then they could start up and then like any other silicon valley fucking startup right. sell it to the highest bill bidder now I'm a muck, motherfucking billionaire, and I can just walk off and be like, "See you, bitches! I'm going to Fiji." And you know, now to to, to, to take some notes here, um, it's not all two billion cash. It, some of it is in Facebook stock as well. So still, still money. They, they made money, um, but they did bring the team on. It's not like they were they were expunging the team. They weren't like, "Hey, you're yeah. you're gone." But they did bring the team over. It's still called Oculus. It's not called yeah. the Facebook Rift or anything like yeah. that. Not yet, <laughs> not yet. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that scares me: is Facebook isn't really known for making good games. Nope. And they they don't they're not a game developer. They they partnered with Zynga and all these other companies to do Farmville and all that. They didn't make those games, but they allowed them on their platform. And those companies made tons of money, and they did at one point. Um, but Facebook isn't really known as a game developer. Like, we're, we're, that doesn't we're, even scare me as much as Facebook is known for being some shady motherfuckers mm-hmm. and getting in your shit and getting in your information. So if you have to sign so, into Facebook to play your sex game, I exactly. <laughs> like they're gonna know what all kinds of kinky, weird what shit I'm into. Like, exactly. No, they'll, they'll know more than that. They're like, <laughs> this bitch is doing shit with midgets and goats. God damn! Just send the cops. Just send the cops to Deuce's house right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Because Facebook is attached to like everything now. Oh, right? like the NSA. I'm pretty sure is like on it all day, every day. So right. yeah, I mean, fuck that. Like, so yeah, no. So it's like you know, I, I feel like yeah, you're right. It has to be a good price point. Um, now Sony has come back and said, "Hey, we have something called the Morpheus." Yeah, and it's going to be for the PlayStation Four, which looks cool. As it shit. looks cool. Um, and it's if their price point now. At what point do you think? What do you think is should be the? Mo- at what point do you think the price point is going to be an issue? Like, do you think three hundred bucks is too much? Like if you said, hey, uh, the Morpheus, the, their version is going to be three hundred bucks. I would say personally, what's too much? You need to put it between two and three hundred bucks. Over three hundred bucks to me, I'm out. Right. Um, and I'm not even gonna lie. At that three hundred dollar price point, it better come with a couple games. Exactly. Like, it needs to be like three hundred dollars, and you get two games. And, like, full games, not fucking demos. Like, when you bought the Xbox once, like, you can get it and you get two demos. No, <laughs> motherfucker. They'd be two full games. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think 300 I could probably live with as long as it came with a couple games. Uh, but anything more than that, I think I'm just going to be like, yeah, fuck I think it. the magic number is 199 I think that... I think if, it is, too. 200 num- bucks, and I'm I'm in, like, Flynn. I'll be like, fuck it, take my money. I think 200 bucks is, is the magic number. And I also think... You need to have demos included automatically. Mm. First of all, you need you need to have that available because imagine if you had a demo that spiked people's interest. Because I think with E three they had all these different demos that you could play and that inc- excited people. Oh yeah. You know? So like say you had like a imagine if you could walk on the moon and it looked like the freaking moon. Yeah. Like how cool would that be? You know what I mean? You could walk yeah. around and see stuff and or you, say say you're you're going somewhere you can't go. 
it, like you never have the money to go do you know what yeah. i mean like say so say you can go like go to europe or something and you yeah. and you get to walk and, and do like a virtual tour and go up the or Eiffel. if you could pick the time period like if i want to do i think of it almost like the assassin's creed games like i want to go and be a pirate in the high seas or i want to go and run through france during the revolution right and you could do that 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 would be cool and i just because one thing, yeah. you know, video games look better than they've ever looked. Oh, so, yeah, like, virtual stellar. reality is going to look fantastic. Oh, I mean, yeah. Imagine back when we had the cheap virtual reality games. They looked blocky and, and didn't look very real. Well, remember Disney Quest over in Orlando? That yeah, was like I used the to work fir- there. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, then you know exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, when it first came out, we're like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, they had the Aladdin's magic carpets and yeah. stuff. It was cool yeah, looking. Yeah, it was cool looking. And they yeah. had the, there was one where you're like superheroes and you got a, light, got a lightsaber looking yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it was cool when you'd look at it and you're like, oh, this is cool. And it was virtual reality, basically. Yeah. But I mean, when you go and play it now, it's like, this is some hokey ass shit, yo. Well, now, but, the way yeah. everything has gone, yeah. progressed. But I think it would be cool for people that, you know, hey, someone that can't walk, that's paralyzed, yeah. how cool would that be for the, allowing them to move around and do stuff they wouldn't be able to do? Like, they'd be able to run. and You know what I mean? Like, okay. there's some cool ideas that you could do. There is, and this is just me being semi-dumb on the issue, how would you... Move it. Well, Do you see, have a controller, and the controller yes. is what moves you, and all you're doing is moving your head around? At the then, moment, okay. the way it's set up is um, with the Morpheus, the PlayStation, and that's why the blue bar is there. Okay. It, it, it used to, yeah, that's why that blue light bar is there. Really? Sony came out a while back and said, hey, you know the PlayStation Move that we discontinued? Well, it's in your controller. Yeah. So they sneakily put it in there, um, and that's why there's a blue light bar. Because that blue light, blue light bar, other than being colorful and making color changes in games, like remember when we played yeah. the Tomb Raider, you'd see the fire? Yeah. It just serves no purpose, really. So they said, hey, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it from the Morpheus. So it'll be a light bar sensor that will hit your PlayStation. Like, it's already hooked up to your PlayStation. Oh, okay. So when you move around, you can move with your controller, but you can also, it's if one-to-one It's one around. to one ratio when you're moving your eyes. It has eye detection, so it'll be able to tell where you're looking. Based on that color bar exactly. that's on there. So, so it's okay. really, really cool. So, like, they've already thought about it. Like, they were like, hey, you know. Yeah. So um, now... True virtual reality is nothing but just your head. So that yeah. maybe eventually that'll come, but I think it's fine if you have a yeah. controller. You know what I mean? The only downside is that if you look down, you don't see your hands, right? So it's like you're holding a controller. Yeah, I, I guess. So. I, I don't know. Like I've seen the ones where it's, um, and this may be where I'm getting confused. It's almost like you're you're standing on a circle and you've got it on and you're holding a gun and you move around and as your body moves around and your head moves around you see what's going on but right. you actually have to physically walk now it's almost like a little I think treadmill where right. you've got to got to keep walking and it kind yeah. of moves with you that might have been an early prototype or something like that oh okay but uh, when I saw that I'm like that's cool because you know you're in this little circle <laughs> and the circle doesn't actually move around your house you stand in the middle of the circle but you've got to yeah. draw a line I yeah. mean do I really want to run my whole game in Skyrim. Say there's a there's a virtual reality Skyrim, and yeah. you got to run. You're going to be tired. People are not going to want to play it. So if True. you get to the point where you're just like, are you playing football? Do you really want to play football virtual reality? No. I mean, if you could throw a football around, fine. But if you got to run, Might solve America's obesity problem. True. Good. <laughs> Good point. Um, but I think the point where you have to run and do it, that was the problem with the Kinect. The problem they were having with Kinect yeah. games is you had to do everything and you got tired. Like, there was yeah. a Dragon Ball Z game for a Kinect where you had to do every movement and you were out of breath after yeah. the first five minutes Oh, no, I'm sure. And then they had the, the, the Hulk, the Hulk Hogan brother get yeah. down wrestling yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, where you had to actually, like, pose and do everything. And, uh, yeah, I could see, like, after my first two matches, I'd be so like, this. has got to be this. a good, you got to walk a fine line, you know. Yeah. 
But I do think there's some potential. I think if you can get two hundred point two hundred dollars for a price price point, yeah. I think that would be a good price point. Don't make it required. You know what I mean? Don't make it make it an option, like an additional thing to a game. So say you have a game later on down the road, for example. Say you have like a I don't know, say there's a Call of Duty down the road that yeah. allows you to play with the with the Morpheus, right? Yeah. Just have it as an extra option that you can turn on. Like yeah. don't make it a I mean, I guess required. you can make you, you make you can get to we're gonna get to a point if it becomes popular enough to make it a only a Morpheus only game. Yeah. But like you said, you nailed it on the head earlier. We said what games are coming out for because yeah. software sells hardware. Yeah. So you can you can have an amazing technology and amazing, but, but it doesn't matter nothing if nobody to play. wants to do anything with it. So it could it's gonna either make or break virtual reality, make or break virtual reality. As long as the price point's good, like I said, and they have you know a good amount of games coming out. Right. I, do I think it's going to change the way we play games? I think it's just gonna, always going to be an option because I think yeah. in the end we had the Connect, we had the Wii, but yeah. people still love having a controller in their hands. Yeah, you know. So yeah, and personally for me, like I think I would use it, but it needs to a it needs to come out with probably at least ten games when it comes out. And like you said, they might need just be games where they're games that were coming out anyway, but with the option, like your Call of Duty, your Madden. Your stuff like that, where you have the option to, you know, use it if you want to instead of having to use it. And then on top of that, I think the other thing that'd be really, really smart on their part is just make sure that the price point's low. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Cool. I think that's good on that topic. Yeah. Let us know what you think if you if you've tried out the Oculus Rift or mm-hmm. let us know. And what your thoughts are on virtual reality games. Do you think it's gonna be something that we'll be excited about here in the next couple of years or it's gonna be a little while? So yeah. let us know. Shoot us a message. So we live in a world of technology. Okay. Space age, futuristic stuff. Yeah. I just got sent to my email uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I didn't tell you in advance what this was, but okay. I want to get your thoughts on this because I know you'd have a comment on it. Okay. <laughs> According to Gizmodo, the website that does technology yeah. stuff, a nanotech-powered AIDS-killing condom is closer than ever. Oh, So snap. what's that mean? Yeah. Like, so break that down for Kyle, who's not so very science here. So it says... According to Gizmodo, if correctly used, condoms do a damn good job of preventing STDs in pregnancy. Right. But no one's going to say no to an improvement to those up and odds, right? Because it's not 100%, right? Yeah, yeah. And it says, uh, say a condom is coated in antiviral gel that kills up to 99.9% of HIV, genital herpes, and human papillomavirus. Okay. Uh, Australia just said yes, and hopefully in the U.S. it isn't far away. They're they're developing a thing called Vivigel. It's an antiviral gel powdered by nanotechnology. So okay. nanotechnology uh, is a million of molecules, uh, blah, 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 et cetera. Symmetrical, symmetrical 3D branching structures glom onto the virus like HIV or HPV in, in general herpes and yeah. prevents them from binding to human cells. No binding, no infection. So it's like it learns, like the nano. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a. Lo- I got a lot of yeah. questions. So yeah, okay. go ahead. <laughs> okay, hang on. I don't need to sip my beer. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an Australian company. So uh, it's a pharmaceutical company that's creating Vivigel. Okay. Question one. Yes. So nano nanobots are like little baby robots, right? Well, it's like little microscopical. Yeah, things baby that are genetically robots. created. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So there's robots in my dick now. 
<laughs> well, it's microscopic. But <laughs> yes. still, yeah, still yeah. robots on my it's dick. It's molecules, so, yes. Okay, yes. and they'll kill the AIDS? They'll actually prevent the virus from even being created in human contact. So, like, it's it's 99.9%. Like, it'll yeah. actually prevent the growth of HPV, general yeah. warts, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gen- general warts, yeah, I gotta stay yeah. away from that. Along yeah. with the AIDS and the herpes and the crabs exactly. and all that shit. So, basically, it, it just, it totally cleans that area. So, exactly. no matter what... Then it would kill it, sperm and everything. Yeah, yeah. So like so, it would do yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So okay. like, but it's it's still in the early stages, and it's going to be in the Australian market first. Okay. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because Man, that, that that's cool kind of crazy, shit. right? It's kind of crazy. It's it's very futuristic because right now you know you have abstinence. Yeah. You have the morning after pill. Yeah. You have birth control. That's birth control. And the good old pull-out method. There's the rhythm. <laughs> it's, it's, rhythm, as we like to call it. Yeah. So you have that, and then you also have just condoms that might break. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. So, yeah. Condoms can break. They can. They can. And this nanotechnology essentially would say, hey, um, we're going to increase the odds yeah. of you getting diseases. So, no, no, no. They're going to decrease the odds of you oh, getting sorry. diseases. Oh, I'm sorry. Decreases the odds. I'm not putting anything <laughs> no, on no, that's no, increasing no, my no, fucking no. risk of getting no. a disease. So, but what's your thoughts on that? I think it's I think it's a pretty good idea. It's kind of cool. It's like it, futuristic it's super cool. sounding. Uh, and, 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 and I don't want to put you in a bad light, but you're married. You've yep. got a couple kids. Yep. You're 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 kind of in the Army Reserves, if you true, will. True, true, true. I'm a single guy with no kids, so I'm in the front lines. I'm dodging yep. bullets every day. <laughs> I'm like the fucking Neo in the fucking Matrix over here just yeah. waving that shit off. So if I could have something that's going to help me, you know, not get the goddamn hiv, then yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, sign me up. And if they're fucking $50 for 20 of them, fuck it, I'll, here, take my money. So, you know, I mean, I, I'll pay extra just to make sure that there's, you know, 100%. Well, they didn't say 100%. What they said, 99.999 or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got to have that little bit of leeway. They can't say yeah. 100 just in yeah, case yeah, yeah. You, you have some sort of gene yeah. or whatever. But for the most mass media, yeah. it's, it's not the mass consumers won't yeah. be affected by. Well, then I'd say fuck it. And I'd pay extra for that shit if I knew I, I couldn't get anybody. That was the next it. question. Yeah. Was, how, much you, how much would you pay for. Uh, well, fucking con- I don't know. Well, how much are condoms bought, now? It's been a while. expensive as fuck. So for a box of six, how much does that run? No, I don't buy them like that. I buy the family pack, and that's like 30 and they're like. T- $25, $30. So you're basically like a doc, dollar condom, basically. So if they were $3 a condom and you, and it was 99.9%, yeah, I, would, I would pay, right, right. I'd pay $5 a condom. <laughs> but then, here's the crazy thing. Then you get really selective about who you're fucking. It's true. <laughs> you're like, all right, bitch, are you worth $5? I got to think about it. Like, is this, is, are we sure that you are worth five bucks? <laughs> you know, you get really selective about your fucking. Like I said, point. happy hour we talk about a plethora of topics. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, thought I would throw that one on here. You would get really selective. But I love that my selectivity is a, such a cheap price point. Like, $5, I'm selective. Like, it wasn't like 10 or $20 a condom. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Like, 5 bucks. Let me... I'm going to think about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> my price point is probably way too low. But. Selective. But yeah. I do think it's a cool thing with technology. I think it's super what, cool. And if it's anything that's going to help old, with that shit. Exactly. I mean, for the love of Christ, please. I mean, we got so many people. And I mean, it, it, I mean, we're laughing. We're good for We're playing jokes. But there's so many people out there that have AIDS and HIV and all these other STDs. Right. Right. Or even not just that. Unwanted pregnancies. True, true. That if, if you had this option, why not? Make it available to everybody. Also, why not make it cheap and affordable for everybody, right. too? So, I mean, because at the end of the day, 
if people are using this, it's saving our healthcare system. It's saving, you know, our hospitals. It's saving, you know, family and friends. Uh, it's also saving from unwanted pregnancies and more strain on our, you know, welfare system, right. things like that. So, I mean, in a, in a non-joking fashion, I mean, there's a lot of pluses for this. Well, because, like, my next step, me personally, my wife and I aren't done having kids. So, yeah. like, my next step is what, have vasectomy. I right? told you what to so. do. I to- okay. <laughs> if you're a guy out there and you're thinking about it, getting a vasectomy, this is what you fucking do. You schedule your appointment for the day before the NCAA championship. Then <laughs> you've got you've got basketball games thursday friday saturday sunday all day so those four days you're light up you're icing your balls down (laughs) like four cases of beer you're getting vicodin for the fucking doctor anyway right so you know you can just pop a couple pain pills (laughs) drink watch basketball just fucking party your ass off and watch as i usually do during that time period your bracket just go to absolute shit yeah like you know vicodin out and you know got your balls all iced down i'm telling you it's it's a perfect plan yeah i love that deuce that's deuce's plan yeah that that's the way i planned it out whenever i get my boys finally Snip, snip. That's the way I'm doing that shit. Well, I, there's a lot of people on this earth. Yeah. This this planet's got a lot of people No on shit. It. And we've only got so many resources, and we're eating them up like a motherfucker. Speaking of, humans have caused 322 animal extinctions in the past 500 years. 322 animals have been extinct because of us being here, because of our population growth. Did you know that? Well, I did not know that it was that high a number. I mean, I figure we had some, but... There's got to be some other figures. Two thirds of those have occurred in the last two centuries. That's mind blowing to me. Two thirds of those happened in the last twenty years. That actually doesn't surprise me because it seems like the the human population is growing. At you a know what the last one that rate. expired? The, I thought this is kind of related to what we we're just talking about because of you know the, there's so many humans on the planet yeah. and like the black rhino just became extinct. Well, it's a black rhino. Just a it's rhino a, that's black. Well, yeah, it's like a, a version of the rhino okay. family, and it was and it was being protected for so many years and yeah. a lot of poachers and stuff would kill them for the horns and yeah. stuff and they just weren't having babies and, and it's because of us we, we killed off the black rhino and no more black rhinos and of course you know you have the infamous dodo and all that stuff yeah. as well um, and then you know of course bald eagles are protected and, and yeah. whatnot even Florida we have the sandhill cranes are protected, protected. they used to be endangered um, and now there's they used to only be a couple hundred in the state of Florida. Yeah. Now there's a few thousand, yeah. but um, I see them every day. Oh, <laughs> right yeah. Day. They're in my fucking front yard every day. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, they ain't, you know, they ain't that extinct. But here's the problem. And there's a gentleman who was doing research on this, and I just want to get your thoughts on this, um, is uh, Rodolfo Durzo. Uh, He's the professor of environmental S- studies at Stanford University. He said... Uh, it's because it's talking about decreasing footprints. For example, he goes, indeed, if the current rates of human population growth were continued to be unchecked, population size would be by 21, by the population size by the year 2100 would be about 27 billion people. We currently have what? 7.6 or whatever. Clearly an unsustainable and unthinkable option. He's saying that if we do not he said decreasing the per capita human footprint will cause uh, less, you know, less on the environment, strain on the environment mm-hmm. and whatnot and stuff like that. And because, uh, you know, you have to produce food, and yeah, et cetera, yeah. and water and all that stuff. And like there's energy, no yeah. energy. There's no room for these animals. Yeah. You know, we're, and we're eating them and poaching them and yeah. doing all that stuff. I mean, because that's that's a scary thing. I mean, that's why a lot of people are so for like going to other planets, because you think about it. I mean, at some point, this planet is not going to be able to sustain any more no. life. No. So, like, that's, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, 
I, I don't know the point he's getting at per se, but I know like I'm with you 110 percent. And not just only are we going to have to get off this planet um, to go to another uh, planet and live, we're going to have to get out the solar system. Our sun's only going to last so long before it explodes. So if you know people as a whole don't figure out a way to get the fuck out the solar system before it goes, everybody's gone. And some I don't know. Uh, it, it, that gets into a whole philosophical, phil, phil, philosophical philosophical debate and a lot of other debates. But I've been saying for years, like, I think the thing that fucked us the worst is when we went to the moon, we didn't find any Klingons. Because, <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, because, like, I think the problem was we went to the moon and everybody's like, oh, well, that's great. And then, you know, space race kind of died, and then we started doing, you know, launching the shuttles up again, like in the late 80s, and, you know, then we built the space station, and now everybody's like, well, our economy's in the shitter. What's the first thing we're going to scrap? Let's scrap NASA. Fuck that. And it's like, no, you bunch of idiots. Like, that is the thing we need to keep. Like, figure out how to budget cut somewhere else. Cut the budget of some of these other fuckers, but don't cut NASA's budget. I mean, yeah. A, look at all the shit we have now, like the microwave, the flat screen TV, true. computers. That's right. All that shit came from fucking NASA. And that, right. if NASA's like, I don't know, the size of like four guys in a janitor, we aren't going to get any of that shit. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, don't cut the budget from NASA. We need NASA. And the other thing is we need to figure out how to get the fuck off of here. Right. Like, we need to figure out how to get to the moon. Like, I was reading an interesting article today. They said the next biggest fossil fuel deposit they think we're going to find is going to be on the moon. True. Because yeah. they're saying that whenever the big asteroid hit that killed all the dinosaurs, a lot of that shit flew out into fucking space and yeah. probably landed on the moon. And that there could be fossil fuels there. And that because, you know, sooner or later, we're going to run out of gas. Like, you just flat out. Yeah, resources yeah. are going to go dry. Yeah. So that's, that's I mean, we're going to be gonna... Mad Max in this bitch pretty soon if they it's don't true. get shit together. So it's like, how about we be proactive and quit being a bunch of, you know, wusses about it and let's get our shit together and do something and actually maybe look at going to Mars or fuck building a colony on the moon. Well, you look at China, for example. Yeah. Don't they limit the number of kids you can have? Yeah, I think if it's either one or two, but I want to say I think it's one and then if you have a second one, you get taxed and then... I you have to give some away or, or some adopt or what the or, rule is if you get three. But they, but they do but, because there's yeah. so many people that live there, right? Like yeah. it's overpopulating the country. It's very overpopulating. So it's imagine all for the population. whole world. Imagine the whole world that way. Like fuck that. Think about if tomorrow fucking Obama walks up there or and says, "Hey, uh, by the way, new rule: you can only have two kids per family," and drops the fucking mic. People would lose their goddamn mind. They would. Like I'm yeah. telling you, tell somebody in the United States you can only have one kid or two kids it'd be full-scale fucking riot i think it'd probably go over better if obama came up and said hey by the way area 51 totally got some fucking aliens <laughs> deuces like that would go over better than him going up and saying oh by the way you can only have two kids from now on yeah but like, it is a thing i've sat around and you and i've talked about this before and i've had other friends talk about it but there's just so many people on this planet like and I just feel like you know the, the environment. You hear about all the rainforests and, and everything like that, and how how lakes are drying up, and there's like there's so many things that we're expending as as humans that we're just taking, and animals. I mean that this article was made for a reason. There's 322 species that are extinct because of us. Yeah, 
they're no longer here. Yeah. They cannot be come back ever. That, that, that makes me sad, man. Like, there's never going to have... The Black Rhino is never going to be here again. Yeah, it's never coming back. It's Unless done. we can fucking Jurassic Park Imagine pitch. if we yeah. go, hey, there's no more giraffes in the world. Or imagine if there's no yeah. more horses in the world. Like, yeah. that, that's going to start affecting us. Like, not only... Because think about it. You know, if, if the, the apocalypse happens, right? Or something yeah. like that. You know, the World War or whatever. Uh, World War Three. There's no cars. What are you going to be riding? You're going to be riding horses. That's why yeah, a lot of these... some sort of pack animal. Exactly. So, like, imagine if you had nothing like that. I mean... So, anyways, no. I just thought that was interesting. Well, I think... Uh, and and I'd, I'd love to bring it back to George Carlin. Rest in peace. Hey, rest in... God bless him. Rest in peace. I wish you were still here, because, God, we could use your he help so right smart. about now. Yeah. He said, basically, every species that's coming on this planet has had, like, one thing that they gave to humanity before they left, and he said... For human beings, it was plastic, and we've made enough goddamn plastic, so yeah. we can move on now. <laughs> so it, it, it's the truth, because as humans, we don't add anything. We only take away. Right. So it's like, I just... We're yeah, parasites. We are. We're totally fucking parasites, and we're just tearing this world apart, like, at the seams. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I want to colonize the moon. Straight up moon colony. <laughs> of course, we love wrestling here at... The happy hour. We do, we do. And not big news on in wrestling, but one thing to come to my uh, Gmail account the other day. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts. I didn't tell you I was going to tell you to talk about this. WWE Studios reveals the new Leprechaun movie with okay. Hornswoggle. I know Hornswoggle's in it, and it's called Leprechaun Origins. That's all I know. Yeah, so it's funny because at San Diego Comic-Con, they, um, they talked more about it and whatnot, and they right. had different things and whatnot, because... You know, Warwick Davis originally played yeah. the original and whatnot. So, are you a fan of it all of the original Leprechaun movies? They're kind of like never seen any of they're them. like they're like cult classics. So bad they're good, especially yeah. Leprechaun Two and, and whatnot. People Which one was the Leprechaun in the Hood? Was that third four? one? Third yeah. One. yeah. And there was there was, there was Leprechaun in Space. Yeah, no, so many of yeah, them. I yeah, don't remember like all was, of them. I think it was Leprechaun, Leprechaun Two, because Leprechaun One had Jennifer Aniston in it. I do know that. And then there was Leprechaun Two, Leprechaun in the Hood, and Leprechaun in Space. If I remember correctly, but I've never seen any of them. But. What's your thoughts as Hornswoggle though? Do you think like he's only? Be, I don't know. I always feel weird about these things because I always feel like you know, sure he's a little person, but like, is that all he can do? You know, that's all they've done with him in WWE. Is yeah, like, is, you know what I mean. It's like, a cliche. They had the midget match, yeah. for example. Yeah. You know? But that was a really good match. It was a good match. It was an amazing match. It was really that was good match of the night for me. It was a really but, good match. Yeah. But I just felt like you know, do we need? To, does WWE need to be kind of diving into this? Leprechaun movies. Well, know. the thing is, is you got to remember, it's a name people remember. True. So it, you, you basically, anytime you take a name that people already remember, you don't have to spend as much marketing it. So business wise, that's not bad. My biggest concern was how much acting talent does he have? Now I'm hoping that he's going to be under a bunch of makeup and it's just like, yeah. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah. So you know you don't have to worry about tons and tons of True. acting experience. But well, you know. did you see See No Evil, the one with Kane? I didn't, but people I didn't told see me it. it was really, really good. Well, they're making a sequel for that. Yeah, now yeah. that that I did see, so um, I'm actually kind of. Uh, interested in seeing how that turns out because everybody said how good the first one was and to be honest with you i think i'm probably going to end up picking up uh the first one you know off of netflix i mean the wwe movies it. have to be making decent money and they wouldn't keep making them no you know, they have like the marines and all those yeah. things and there's been some movies where uh, i don't remember the names but you have paul white you know the big show he's in a couple knucklehead and there's like oh, oh, there's yeah. different knucklehead ones was there's good. different ones yeah, you yeah. know like wb's making money and they wanted to make the studio you know what i mean they even yeah. they even 
published that first uh, Condemned, that one was Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. I really good. liked yeah. that one. I that thought one I enjoyed was good. That. And the first Marine, I thought, was really good. I mean, yeah. fuck, I've got the damn movie poster in my living room, right, for Christ's right, sake. But, right. Um, but they want to do it to yeah. just have a separate avenue where, and I also think it's something for like someone like the Miz who yeah. you know who was injured and whatnot. They want to give him something to do. Yeah, know? they so. can throw him in a movie. Yep. and it, think about it. You know, you've got twelve scripts sitting there, and then when anybody gets put on the shelf, you're like, all right, which one of these twelve is here? And now we can just throw maybe you know, I don't know. Hundred thousand dollars in it, and then maybe probably make two, three hundred thousand. They're gonna make a profit yeah. regardless. Yeah, so. they'll make a profit, and then it gives them something to do because they're st- technically still on payroll right. when they're hurt. And you know, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong; I don't think we're ever gonna see a day when a WWE film gets an Academy Award or anything. No, but like, no. Think about the they asylum. That one, what was you that know? one movie they did with Halle Berry? That was a WWE Studios production. Oh, man. Oh, she was like she call operator the, and all that? Yeah, oh, my that gosh. actually... Uh, that looked interesting. Yeah, because one of the girls in my, my office saw it, and she was like, yeah, I saw the movie with Halle Berry. And I'm like, oh, you mean the one where she's a 911 operator? She's like, yeah, it was really good. And I'm like, no shit. And she's like, how did you know about that? I'm how like, did they get Halle Berry? That's my question. I, for a hot minute there, Halle Berry need to work. That's Halle true. Berry's like, dude, I got that's a big a ass point. house I got to pay for. Like, <laughs> they ain't knocking down my door no more. I'll come that's do true. whatever. That's true. That's Vince, true. you want me to come learn how to throw an elbow? Like, I'll do that shit too. Like, I just, I got to pay. I got bills I got to fucking pay. So, yeah, we get an Academy Award winning actress, you know. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. But, because uh, I remember David Otongo was in that one. And God, I want to say another wrestler was in that one too, besides wasn't, David Otongo. Um, wasn't, um,. Oh, who else was in it? I forget. Someone else was in it. Wasn't um, I can't remember. But there was another one that was in that one with her, and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" Because it was two wrestlers and then her, and it was like a serious like thriller. But that's the same thing what they did the one with Colin Farrell, where I think it was called Dead Man Down, where yeah. Bad News Barrett was in. He it. was, and now I think his part, even though they made it seem like oh he was the main it villain, I think he was like it maybe had ten minutes, yeah, yeah, like ten minutes of screen time. But yeah, you know if you can make because you got Edge did yeah. something too, didn't he? He did something as well. Oh, he did he was, one with Jamie Kennedy, did, yeah. which I didn't even watch. Yeah. Bending the rules, that's, that's right, what it was. That's right, Bending yeah. the rules. A lot of these yeah. you can find on Netflix. Yeah. You know? um, but anyway, so they they they've given these people something to do, and I just I just didn't know I hadn't seen seen nah. a Weevil or whatever, and uh, I was just curious. What the Marina ones, uh, Marine ones, I liked. I also liked uh, the one with John Cena. The Twelve Rounds was really good. Now I didn't see the second one they did with Randy Orton, um, but I did see the one they did with John Cena, where it was about uh, like actual wrestling, and it was with the little boy. And John Cena was his older brother, and he was learning how to wrestle. And that one was actually really good. That one was kind of a tearjerker, and I was actually really impressed. But, you know, they're they're not bad little movies, and you know they've got to be making a profit. So, And the good thing is, I will say this, because with that Knucklehead movie, they got the main actor from uh, Royal Pains to be in it. He which, is, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is another USA, USA show, yeah. which, you know, they're using their USA connection you know help them out which was great when they when it came out like on video and shit like that because they had you know that guy was on raw and then they promoted it on the royal pains show so i mean you, you got to think how how can you cross promote and how much can we True. get over promoting yeah. dollars so they're smart about that shit and of course you know batista is in, in guardians, guardians of the, of the galaxy, galaxy yeah. so 
And I'm actually really, really interested since they announced that they're doing the TV show on Disney XD, the actual right. animated show. Right. If they're going to maybe get Batista to do the voice, because think about it, you could probably pay him peanuts and he'd come in and do the voice. True. You know, so it's not like a Chris Pratt or Vin Diesel right. or a Bradley Cooper like Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah, like he's the one person from the actual real movie cast you could probably come and get to True. do his voice, and you know they wouldn't, you know, yeah. you wouldn't have to pay him near the amount of money. Okay, uh, next on the docket, we have an interesting article, uh, and I thought I just want to get your opinions on it. How much do you think a gamer makes? I mean, uh, a game maker makes. If he just had a spitball, just a topic like hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, it's not as much as we think. Okay, and I think the reason why a lot of people stay on games and multiple projects is yeah. that's where you make your money. Yeah, you make one game, it does well. You jump on the next game and yeah. makes well. So you can make a couple games a year and you can be okay. But or you could be on two or three different teams at a time and get a paycheck from each game. Like, I'm working on a Call of Duty. I'm working on a, this project and that project. Work on three different projects. Well, collect three different paychecks. You weren't too far off. It says here, it says the average overall compensation of an American game developer last year in 2013 was $83,000, which is decent money. That's, that's nothing that's to... That's nothing to fucking sneeze at. Yeah. Uh, now the flip side, the average annual salary for a solo indie game maker was only eleven thousand, which yeah. is a huge drop. Um, so I, I think for me, it's like you know, you look at programmers, people yeah. that make the like code the games and yeah. stuff like that. They're only making fifty thousand, which yeah. I don't think that's. I think they need to make more money than that because that that's a lot of work. No you you wouldn't be gamers yeah. without that. Um, and then the artists that make the yeah. game um, make about seventy four thousand. And so on, but anyway, so they have like a list here. You can see, you know, your programmers make ninety three thousand, art, artists, animators seventy four, game designers, etc. Uh, audio ninety five, um, business and management, which is you know where they make the money. Yeah, business and manage, but but those are the fucking those are the pencilmen. Those aren't the fucking gamer guys. Those and of are course, the guys that are doing marketing and PR and to shit. To make full circle, come full circle with our yeah. women quality talk earlier. Yeah. Women make $13,000 less than what a man makes in the gaming That's industry. That's bullshit. That That's is bullshit. horse shit. So, uh, it still sucks, man, because, like, you know, I... It's a multi-billion dollar corporate business, no right? Shit. So, like, you think someone like Neil Druckmann, who made... The last of us. I mean, yeah. if you made a hundred thousand, that's a good amount of money. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think the guy's worth more than that, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, he brought something that revolutionized the gaming industry. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I just I thought it was an interesting article. Well, there's a lot more female programmers now. There is now. There is because every year when I beat Call of Duty, I mean, you got to sit there and wait for the fucking animation to end because True. like the last two years they've had stingers. So it's like if you wait actually through the credits, you get an extra scene. That it last two years have actually been kind of important, um, but when I'm watching it scroll by, I'd say it's almost fifty fifty men and women when the names are getting scrolled by, and I'm like, holy fuck! So, yeah. Anyways, I just thought that was something interesting. No, um, it's, it's cool. I like it. Um, you know what else is coming out in September? We didn't mention that What's it just that? got announced. Um, well, it was the game was announced, but the release date wasn't announced till recently. Yeah. It was Disney Infinity 2.0. Yeah, and now this is September twenty third. Yeah, and now this is a game I personally won't play. I bet you and Brandy are going to go ape shit play. about. Yeah, um, and it's I cool. The kids would love. Well, it. the kids will love it, and also it's like the first time around, I held off. I have you know I have a PS3, and mm. it's for PS3. 
360 yeah. Wii, the, the first one. Yeah. I held off because there was some game breaking bugs, and it yeah. just like, and I know once I start buying those little freaking figures, dude, those, yeah. that, that, they're making so much money off this off figure those figurine. Figures, it's yeah. crazy. $11 for those little things. One of the figures is $11. $11. Holy they're spanking yeah. gangbusters with, that, with, that, with, with those little figures, and I'm not going to lie, they're cool as shit. They looked awesome. They articulate, like, they look, they look amazing. I would, if I had room, like, in my office, office, like, my work office, where I had a shelf where I could put yeah. them where it wouldn't be like ridiculous. I would put buy them, not even play the game, and just put them. Well, in that's my what I'm office. saying. Like yeah. I want to own them just to have. You yeah, know, they look cool. And of course, with the Disney 2.0, now that you know, um, Marvel, Disney, Disney yeah. and Marvel are together yeah. because, uh, are, you know, Disney owns Marvel and they own, you and they're know, putting all the Marvel characters. They're putting all there. the Marvel characters yeah. now. Now you get the starter pack, seventy five bucks, which is the starter pack, which is the same it was with the first one. Yeah. But the big difference is it's coming out to the current gen consoles now, PS4 yeah. and, and Xbox One. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, interesting. Now what comes with it, it is the seventy five dollars starter pack comes with uh, Iron Man, Thor, and Black Widow. Well, I thought Black Widow was an interesting yeah. throw in there because it's cool for the female Feel, character. Yeah. So I think that was actually really nice, kind of what we talked about earlier. Extra play set, etc., uh, and whatnot. Now, the big thing is they'll have more Marvel characters later, but they just announced the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They're and coming the, yeah. as well. And they look gorgeous. They look awesome. Like, so. I might even buy those figures, like I said, just, just to have. House yeah, so that's really neat because, you know, you got the. Because I always felt like. Mar- Guardians of the Galaxy is a wild card for Marvel because you don't yeah. have that huge household name. Like yeah. most people that go into this movie do not know who these characters are, which is amazing. And I'm going to tell you why. When people don't go in with preconceived notions, they enjoy it more because I think the reason that people have gotten so mad about other comic book movies, they have all these preconceived notions. They're like, "Oh, I think the characters like this, like that." And when it's not like that, they get pissed. Well, if you go in and you don't know a damn thing about it, then your bar is set a lot lower and you'll have a good time. So Disney Infinity 2.0, September 23rd. I definitely, uh, I don't know, I'm going to be busy with Destiny that month. So are you. Yeah, yeah. So I might hold off. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it looks, it's intriguing to maybe me. because I do it to the kids for Christmas. Maybe. And then give it to the kids and then for I'll Christmas play it. and you'll play it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, the only point to have kids is so you can buy but, shit for them yeah, so you exactly. can play in yeah, the free yeah. fucking labor. I thought so. that was the only reason to have children. If any of you guys have the original Disney Infinity, let me know how, how what, your thoughts, what your thoughts were on that. Okay, Kyle, there's been a lot of going, things going on in the gaming news lately, especially with Capcom. I don't know if you've researched much on that, so I'm just no. going to fill you in on the details here. Capcom's been having issues making profits lately, because you think about it, yeah, what's been coming out from them? No, I mean, that's Nothing. a damn good point, Other except than for Dead Rising. Dead Rising is the yeah. only company... And that was the Xbox One title, and the Xbox One isn't selling well, so of course so you're not going to sell that they many finally, games. after several quarters, they finally made a profit with Dead Rising. Okay. Um, but it can't save their first quarter earnings. They they have not okay. done really. They have not done well. It's it's down each quarter. It's down forty five percent than it was the last quarter. Yeah. So a lot of rumors in the rumor mill is that someone wants to buy Capcom. So think about first of all, think about just to keep people up to speed. Capcom has some big franchises. They have That's the Dead Rising, but they also have Mega Man. Yeah. They have Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the, the, these 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 uh, IPs that they have. You know. So Kyle, like I'm just like I said, I, I didn't advance you warning with this, no. but what? Who do you think would be the best fit to to own Capcom, in your opinion? Uh, that's a damn good question. I mean, think about it. It didn't have to be like Sony or, or no, anything like that, but like I it could be a, a publisher. Get it? It could be a developer. Uh-huh. It could be you know who do you in your opinion who do you think would be if Capcom has to be bought to yeah, save it? I. 
I would want somebody that would leave it alone to buy it. Almost True. like maybe a Naughty Dog or something True. like that, which yeah. I just don't think Naughty Dog has the money. They're too busy yeah. anyways. Yeah. Well, you got to think about it. If you buy the company, you get the employees. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're busy. You've got their right. employees now. And they'll so. just keep making Street Fighter. Exactly. And so basically you just buy it. You've you got the rights the to it. And you yeah. just say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We're going to leave you the fuck alone. Um, Microsoft would be another one I think would be smart to buy it because then they could just keep out churning the games and keep True. the same employees. But and the only downside is you would you'd only have Mega Man and Street Fighter on the Xbox platform. Yeah. And that yeah. limits your install base, right? So that does limit your install base. Uh cuz I know Street I don't Fighter want EA to buy 4 they have the new Street Fighter 4 Ultimate Edition um but Street Fighter 4 essentially, you know, reju- rejuvenated the fighting fighting games, yeah. right? And then, of course, you have the new Mortal Kombat X, so it looks crazy yeah. coming out. But Capcom doesn't make no. Mortal Kombat. No. So, but, yeah, it rejuvenated the fighting game. Plus, you got to remember, Capcom makes a Marvel vs. Capcom, and that ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 that came out, like, last year, the year before, was amazing. It's it fucking well, stellar. Too. Oh, yeah. But... But they were on a lull for a while, and they haven't been making money, and it's they're hurting. So there's just a rumor that yeah. people might people might buy them. Yeah. So I hope it's a publisher that does put you know multiple platforms that way we're not yeah. limiting to one system because that would suck to only play Mega Man on like the Wii or something. You know, like sure, I mean Nintendo originally yeah. Capcom was only on Nintendo, yeah. so it might be kind of full circle there if Nintendo bought them out. But I don't know. I almost wouldn't mind Nintendo buying them out just because of one small reason that at least it's still staying in the same country. And it's a third party that yeah. would that would no, we wouldn't have to worry about having third party support on exactly. Capcom. That's and, true. And then they could say, "Look, we're going to buy you. You can still make games for other systems, but you have to make games for our system as well." True. Um, that could be good for them, but also just because of the fact that then they wouldn't have to leave their country; they could stay there. Because the only thing that scares me is if a Western interest buys them, like Microsoft, and you bring them all over here to America. Does it change the game now? Because I mean, you got a think, good point. It's a yeah. whole new culture that's making the games, and I think a lot. A lot of the reason why a lot of the Capcom games worked was because right. they were made by, you know, the 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 Eastern culture, not it's the Western true. culture. True. And I think that maybe some of the, well, remember Mega Man. Yeah. Well, Mega Man, he was Rocket Man, right? So that's yeah. where he was in Japan. I mean, yeah. Capcom is primarily a Japanese only company. Yeah. So the way they do things is different than the way we do things exactly. in America. The way we do things in the West, right? Yeah. So I, I do think Nintendo would be a good. Th- Fit. Because Good at choice. least they'd be staying in, in Japan. The same. Exactly. And, and that's the only thing that worries me because, like, let's say a Microsoft buys them. They don't do anything overseas. No, fuck no, they don't. Xbox so, is not yeah. done well overseas. No, and I don't think, that, to be honest with you, I don't think they give a shit. I really don't think that they care about what happens over there. I mean, they're killing it in America. And as much as I hate to say it, a lot of the video game sales is here in America. It so, is. So, you know, I think that, you know, Japan. The European market for them is gravy, but it's just that. It's gravy. It's the yeah. icing to the cake. They don't yeah. give a shit because all the stuff's getting sold in America. True. So, you know, yeah. I, I just don't think to them they care. But that's just my personal opinion. Sure. So. so give us your thoughts as always. Well, one thing, um, there's, there's, I don't know how we're going to begin this topic. I'll start off by saying PlayStation Now. It feels like a train wreck. Um. It's. I tried. I I got the early alpha, um, of the PlayStation Now. I got like yeah. early in, and essentially, Sony bought Gaikai, which was a uh, it's a developer that would make games like you could like a cloud based yeah. software. Where you can actually you know everything would be in the cloud, and the whole idea originally 
was they would buy Gaikou or Gaikou or whatever it's called, uh, and they they would bring it over, and then you could play your PlayStation one, two, three games on any of your PlayStation devices, your PS four, your PS three, your Vita. Yeah, awesome idea on paper, right? Yeah. Well, when the open, when the private beta came up. I started noticing like it was free, right? You could try it out. It was free and it was cool and it worked great. I got to try it, dude. It worked great. Um, and it was, it was seamless, and I, but I have a really good internet too. So yeah. I'm not like the normal average consumer, but it worked great. Yeah. And then they did the next beta, which had the, price had the prices points. points on it. And I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> dude, it doesn't make sense. Because that that's my main thing is that it doesn't make sense because like you'd buy you'd have a game for example like I remember they had like yeah uh, read them the price points yeah so they had like a, a like a when I when I started they they had a game that for example you had like Batman something right yeah. and it was like for four hours it was four ninety nine yeah four hours and then like you can get it for six thirty sixty and ninety days yeah the ninety day version was like full price it full was 50 price. bucks so what was the point yeah like in the, and, the, and there was even a game on here um like you it was actually cheaper to buy than to rent yeah like you'd be paying for like you'd be paying like five ten dollars more if you rented it than if you went out and just bought it at gamestop yeah, yeah. So it was like, where are they going with these price points? So that Sony heard that, and they go, hey, we're going to adjust things. Now we're going to do an open beta, right? Yeah. Now it's open. Anybody can yeah. try it out. So I'll give you the update on the open beta. Yeah. Because uh, you read, you sent me the link this morning uh, by Kotaku. Yeah. <laughs> it says, right now, on your PlayStation 4, you can join 90 days of the PS3 racing game, whatever, FL 2013, for the low price of forty nine ninety nine. That would be like, F1. I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> FL? Yeah, FL. No, it's I don't know F1. 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 Excuse me. Too rich for your blood? You could try 90 days of NASCAR 14 for thirty nine ninety nine or 90 days. I'm like, holy crap. And like, it, just, it, it got crazy. But did you scroll down to the point where they said, okay, the NASCAR game that's like $40 for 90 days? They're like, oh, but by the way, you can go buy it, use a GameStop for like $15. Yeah. So it's like, just go get a used copy and call it a fucking day. So it's it's weird because like, I don't understand the price point. The, the, the Gaikai chief um, um, business officer, Robert Stevenson, said, you know, the whole idea for Sony was to take this and to use it and make it worth, you know, like you don't have to go out and leave your house, right? Yeah. You can go rent, you don't have to go to Redbox. You don't have to, you know, yeah. Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore, but you don't have to go anywhere you could try out i think the whole idea was hey why don't you play it and then eventually you want to buy it yeah but no they're saying just rent it and that's it like there's no what's the point a purpose i mean because you said someone like you that wants to try out final fantasy imagine you said hey deuce you can rent final fantasy for 30 days for five bucks like that would be amazing i'd do it you'd do it that's a good price point and you can play it and beat it. And if you want to buy it later on, you can do that. You know, yeah. or re-rent it again, right? Yeah. But I just feel like the price points are really screwy. Like, I don't understand. You know, they need to start introducing titles at one ninety nine first of all. Yeah. You know, because, like, when you go to um, Redbox, how much is it to rent a game? For a night, it's, it's I want to say it's $1.99. Right. I haven't rented games yet, but from what my friends have been telling me, not only do they have Xbox 360 and PS3 games, they're now starting to carry Xbox One and PS4 games, and I think those might be a dollar more. Like maybe well, I just found the quote you, that you asked me. Yeah. Okay, it says, Sony wants you to pay fourteen ninety nine for 30 days of Final Fantasy Thirteen two when you can buy it new for the same price at GameStop. Yeah. That is, that's batshit. It is crazy. Bat shit crazy. Yeah. So this is an open beta, and open beta means anyone can try it, anyone can leave feedback. I don't know what. And then they, and then, and then. PlayStation. Now, do if I do the open beta, do I have to pay those prices? Yep. 
Uh, yeah, they can fuck their face. Yeah, well, and also, that. and also, uh, the big stink now is they're they're recanting their statement on PS One and PS Two. Did you oh, read about that? Yeah. Where this guy's all like, uh, we're we're mainly primarily just talking about the PS Three right now because we want to put this and this and this. And and the guy was like retracting everything, like yeah. and walking around this question. The guy is like a talk who's like, dude. No, no, no. I mean, when is you? When are we getting PS One and PS Two games to be able to play? Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, at the moment, we are not currently looking at those games." And then you go, "Well, at, at, at when you guys announced the PlayStation Now at last D three, not this one, but the year before, that was a selling point. That was, was a like, selling you could point. Play this PlayStation One and PlayStation Two, and that was the thing. When, Imagine playing The Last of Us like on your Vita, yeah. example. You know, and well, it's not even that. Like the thing that excited me, and the thing that made me super excited. I'm like, sweet. Basically, this is going to be kind of like the PlayStation 4, uh, or not 4, the PlayStation 3, remember how at the store and you could buy the games, you could just buy the downloadable games, the PS1 classics and the PS2 games. I was like, great, it'll be the same thing. There's a lot of Sony games that are on my bucket list, like Final Fantasy VII, uh, Chrono, well, Chrono Trigger isn't necessarily a f- Sony title, but has a lot of ties to Sony. There's a lot of the... The JRPGs, if you will, that are on my gaming bucket list. And I was like, great. Hopefully they'll hurry up during the summer because if they were smart, they would have done this shit earlier and this would be out already because of the mere fact that there's a huge video game drought right now for the PS4. And if they had went ahead and put this out early, people could be buying older games. It's true. Literally, I would have given them about $60 already in old PS1, PS2 games if I could buy them and play them on my PS4 because I would have bought Final Fantasy VII. True. I would have bought Resident Evil 1. Right. I would have bought an, uh, uh, Chrono Trigger and mm-hmm. probably Chrono Cross. Uh, there's a lot of money they could have made from me during this video game drought, but they didn't. And now that they're saying that they're not going to put PS1 and PS2 classes on them, uh, let me show you the good old-fashioned stone-cold double bird style. Well, Go fuck yourself. It's crazy. I don't got time for you. Well, it's crazy because the guy almost, the, the, the director or the PR person almost seems offended like he's mad. Yeah, because he's all well, like, he's mad because he got caught in a trap and he was like, fuck, because here's the thing. And this this is my opinion. We're going to say because we always need to say this every so often. This is just opinion conjecture. Right. Um, I personally believe that is what they're going to announce down the line is it's only PS3 games. It's not PS1, and PS2 games. And they're not ready to do that yet because they know what a pile of shit they're going to step in. And they're trying to hold that off until the very last second before they drop that bomb. And because the guys at Kutaku, God bless them, because they're super fucking smart, went like, no, 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 no. You told us PS1 and PS2. What the fuck's up? Exactly. And pushed the issue. They did. And finally, they, they made him break down and just be like, well, you know, we can't talk about it right now, whatever. But I think it's because... They know that they're not going to do the PS1, PS2. I think it's only going to be PS3. And like I said, I've had a hard line in the sand that I've I drew probably three or four months ago, which is I am not buying any more PS3 games. That includes PlayStation Now. I am not renting a PS3 game. If I want to play a PS3 game, I walk down to goddamn GameStop and I will buy it used and I will play it because it'll be dirt fucking cheap compared right. to what I'm paying right now exactly. for PS4 games. But exactly. I want to do that. I want to put that money towards games I can play on my new PS4 because that's exactly. what I bought the goddamn thing for. Well, and I think that's the thing is like the market is changing because in America that is because you know in Japan they're still buying PS3 games mm-hmm. you know new brand new and all that stuff but here in America we've spoken loudly with our wallets. We want to buy we want to play our new console. We don't yeah. want to go hey 
you can play these old PS3 games that you just already played last year. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about that. I want to no. play the. I want to be able to go. Hey, any game in your catalog, I can just go. You know what? Remember that game that Final Fantasy VII? You yeah, haven't played that play yet. Let me try. Boom. It. Try yeah. it out. Boom. Yeah. I want the whole freaking catalog, dude. Yeah. Not just games from last year. I want yeah. everything. And I think Sony is is getting overwhelmed. And I don't think they anticipated that. Hey, you know, you're going to need a the lot more storm. cloud space storage, just not just for PS3, but if you're going to put everything on there. Yeah. And also, you got to wonder about licenses and copyrights. Because imagine yeah. how many games the, there's no more publishers anymore, like LucasArts. They shut down. Yeah. Do you have to get approval from other people? Who owns LucasArts games now? You know what I mean? Like I know Disney. EA EA has it, but Disney. But like you have to go through all these hoops and hurdles now, especially games that don't have publishers that are around well, anymore. See, actually, Think that, about what Rare did, right? They shut... Yeah. They Now Microsoft owns Rare. Yeah. So like you... It, it's this huge mess. Like, if you want to make a new uh, Banzo Kazooie game or whatever, or uh, um, a new Donkey Kong game, you, yeah. you've got to have a different publisher because Rare is the one, you know, it's this whole mess. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I wonder if there's any rules with that. Like, if. Well, there are rules, and, and I apologize because it's been a couple weeks since I watched a little documentary, but they were talking about Grim Fandango, and they're sure. putting out a HD Grim Fandango. They are, they are. But LucasArts had the rights to it, and basically what happened was they went to Disney and said, look, there is a call for this. There's people that want this. And they did a little Kickstarter and got enough money to where basically, I don't want to call it a Disney payoff, but they got enough money to where they could give it to Disney to where Disney went, okay, you can do what you want to with the property and just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So now we yeah. are going to get that. But like you said, you had to jump through six hoops to do it. If I was in personally, what I would do, Take everything that you know is a Sony exclusive, everything you know you don't have to jump through six hoops for. Like, say, if you went to, like, the big JRPG guys that are still around, like, you got to think Final Fantasy VII was a a Squaresoft game. Well, now they're Square Enix. You go to Square Enix and say, look, we want to use all your back catalogs of game. We'll pay you X amount of dollars for it. And the other thing is, in my personal opinion, what they need to do is knock this shit off about X amount per game do it a monthly subscription fee like Netflix. Say it's twenty bucks, but you can play whatever you want in the catalog. But the minute you you stop paying for your monthly fee, then the games turn off. You know what I mean? No, no, I agree. So yeah. it's it's like basically I can like if I say okay, I want to play Final Fantasy VII, I know I've got to pay twenty dollars a month for this PlayStation now. And as long as I keep paying my twenty dollars a month, I can play anything I want in this catalog. Well, see, that's of games, what I thought it was you know? originally. I and thought that sounded like a that, great I idea. I thought that was what PlayStation Now was going to be. I thought yeah. it was a subscription service where you were like you paid fifteen bucks a month yeah. and you get to play as many games as you wanted. Yeah, but now it changed. Like yeah. now it's like it's just a rental program. Yeah. Like it, it kind of changed overnight. Because at that point. I'm going to take that money and just get Gamefly and tell you to fuck yourself because – you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I can at least get Xbox One and PS4 titles with that you know, $15, $20 a it's month true. It's and true. not deal with your bullshit. It's and true. now the thing that sucks is because like I don't have a PlayStation 1 anymore, so I can't go play Final Fantasy VII and I don't have an – well, a Nintendo 64 wouldn't matter, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't have the old consoles. So for someone that wants yeah. to have access to these games, it's very the, difficult The older games, you. it's very difficult yeah. unless I go and get an old system yeah. or I'm computer savvy enough to figure out how to work a fucking emulator, which I'm not. So I just want to be able to say, look, let me give you $20. You give me Final Fantasy VII on my PS4 so I can fucking play it. This shouldn't be rocket science, people. Like, I'm basically, it's it's the, the, the Futurama meme. 
shut up and take my money. Yeah. I'm saying shut up and take my money, <laughs> sure. but you won't take my goddamn money. I know. It's, it's, you know, it's like, come on, guys. This isn't going to be the last we hear about this. No, this I mean, is going to be a clusterfuck. It is. A complete and utter Sony clusterfuck. And, it's, it's, and also, yeah. what does that mean to people that are PlayStation Plus subscribers? Like, you know, people that are already paying to yeah. have a service with Sony. Like, yeah. we, we get shafted. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no incentive on that part. Like, if you, they should be like, hey, yeah. if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Instead of paying $15 a month, now it's 8 or right. it's 10 They give you something. a reason. And, yeah. and maybe, I'm like, if you were on the fence about it, and but they say, hey, but you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you can get a discount on it. You might jump ship on it. Yeah. You might go to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's like, I don't know. I feel like they should have done something a little bit more for us PlayStation Plus subscribers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I'm really thinking about next year what I'm going to do. And hopefully you can maybe answer this question for me. Sure. With PlayStation Plus, if I want to play Call of Duty online, if I don't have PlayStation Plus, can I do that? No. I have to have PlayStation Plus, just like you have to have Xbox Live. Right. It's to a play. standard now. It's yeah. a standard, so yeah. I've got to pay for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to be a fucking PlayStation Plus member forever. Then, but there's a lot point. of but, good things yeah. that you get with the PlayStation Plus. Well, know? they were giving out the free games every month. They still month. are. And, yeah. man. They changed the model. They used to be just random, Yeah. which gave me a headache. Yeah. Now they're like, we're going to give you two PS4 games two Vita games and two PS3 games yeah, which, uh, is, which is better yeah. so you so if you once someone on if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber that's going to hit one of your one of your platforms you know what yeah. I mean so like I think that makes something. sense yeah. so the change in the market you get discounts on new games that come out most games that come out you get a discount on indie titles oh and then, indie yeah, titles yeah okay. and then um, you, you get like they usually they originally were doing the whole um, time trial stuff you remember those where I remember when PlayStation Plus first came out I had it and um, they would let you play like Assassin's Creed for sixty minutes. The whole game was open. Did you ever do that? No. It was really cool. And they want to implement that again. Imagine if you could, for example, a game that you're on the fence about, right? Okay. And so, what's the game's coming out? Say, for example, you're you're Evolve, right? You're yeah. like, oh, I'm unsure about Evolve, and you're like, all right, well, or that new Alien game. The Alien Isolation is yeah. a good one. Say, hey. This game will be unlocked for for one hour. You can play the full game, whatever you want, in an hour. That would be amazing, right? Yeah, like that, that would, would be pretty. You, cool. It's more yeah. than a demo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the whole game is unlocked until that hour. It'd be smart if like you could pay a little bit extra and say like, well, if you give us ten bucks, we'll give you three hours, you right? Know, or something right. like that. Right. Just, so because I'm not gonna lie, if you you could beat a game in like well, no, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But like, look, if I'm like, okay, Alien Isolation, I want more than an hour. I want a little bit more of a taste. You know? Yeah. Say okay, well, we'll give you. Two hours and it will cost you five bucks, and if you want three hours, it cost you ten. And right. then you know you could get more time with it. I mean, because let's face it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my. F- Actually, I'm gonna get a beer and then I'm gonna get on my goddamn soapbox because this okay. yeah. All right, you know, Kyle, t- yeah, get your me, beer and get on your soapbox let me, here. Let me. <sighs> All right, there you go. Mm. Do it up, Kyle. Get on your soapbox. All right, so. And I saw this happen a while ago. I want to say it was two years ago with Call of Duty. They started where you paid, I don't know, it's like five or six bucks, and you got four more uh, creative character slots for multiplayer. So instead of having your six, you got ten. So when you went into battle, you could pick ten different loadouts. And I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, I had to pay five bucks for it, and that kind of sucked, but whatever. And then, like, the next year... They did it again. I'm like, okay, but now you can get new skins, and you can get new colors, and you can get... uh, And I'm like, oh, fuck. We've been invaded by microtransactions. And it's been been the same way ever since. It's like every fucking thing is microtransactions. It's like these companies figure... 
how much can we fuck with you and get money out of your wallet? Like, how much can we until you give us your money and, and then we get you used to it. it yeah this is kind of like gas prices like yeah. you know remember back in the day it was like oh it's getting up to two bucks two yeah. bucks and then and then it'll go up to almost three bucks and then when you drop the price down to two something you're like oh it's, gas yeah. is so cheap yeah, man. and then he yeah. gets up to three bucks and you're like oh oh oh, oh. gas is down to two bucks yeah. oh it's so oh. cheap now yeah. we, we forget as consumers we have a short-term memory. term memory and that's the thing and like it, it annoys me now because literally uh, a buddy of mine made a joke to me the other uh, – I want to say it might have been last year, and it was about Call of Duty, and I said, yeah, I'm getting Call of Duty this year, this year. and he's like, oh, have fun with your $110 game. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's 60 bucks. And he's like, oh, yeah, but season pass is another you know, 50, so now, bam, now you're at 110 and because I know you, you're going to get all the extra loadouts, so now you're at 115 and it, oh, of course, if you buy – like I bought – because they fuck me over every time because they do it. Uh, they added uh, for the – when you play multiplayer, there's a voice that talks to you. And normally it's just some random like army dude like, go get him. Blah, blah, blah. You could get the voice of either Snoop Dogg or R. Lee Remy from uh, – he was a drill sergeant. in Full Metal uh, Jacket. Yeah, and you could get him. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to buy both of them. And I think they were like $4 a pop. So, I mean, like that's another $8. So now I basically spent anywhere – in the neighborhood of 120, no, more than that, probably 130, $140 on one fucking game. You know what I mean? And, the, and people aren't saying no to it. They're nope. buying it. No, listen to me. Bend me right over the goddamn table, Call of Duty, because you do it to me every year, and you don't even buy me a drink first. And, you know, <laughs> and, and I do it every year like a fucking idiot, but it's because I love the game and I have fun. And I, I will give them this. Like I said, the prime example with Snoop Dogg and Arlie Remy thing where you got to change your voice out. Really fucking cool. And I think it was, I don't know, I want to say it was like three or four bucks or something. So, like, I can't complain in the fact that it was really cool. And, you know, if Snoop Dogg's coming in and doing voice work for you, I'm sure that shit ain't cheap. And you got to pay him. And, you know, I like, I get the business aspect of it, but there's a lot of stuff I think that, yeah, I think that they're just fucking with you at a certain point. And I'm just like, God damn it. But, and that's the reason to, to, Bring it all back full circle with this PlayStation Now thing. I think that they're just seeing how much can we fuck with you that you're going to pay us until we all as fans go, no, we're not doing this shit. And that's when I think they'll change back to the, okay, $15, $20 a month. Because that's, the what, they, that's yeah. what I thought they originally were going to do. And now they come out yeah. with these little rental prices. I just Which not... I think is exactly like I said. I think it's totally just them saying, oh, we can microtransaction you just like Call of Duty and everybody right. else does. And you'll pay it. But now that they're seeing fans go, yeah, fuck that, then they're going to be like, ooh, we got to change so, our business model. So let's go to some more good news. Uh, let's go to oh, some good Jesus news. Jesus Christ, now. please. I got to get my blood pressure down. Yeah. Announced at Comic Con, Firefly's whole cast will reunite for Firefly Online. I think it's only going to be for PC, but thoughts on that, anyways? Um, I want to see if they're going to do a mobile version. Like, if they're going to do yeah, a that'd version be cool. I can play on my phone. Um, because, you know, you know, we've already heard Alan, uh, is it Tudyk? Yeah. And uh, Nathan Fillion on other games and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, to have the whole cast, that's kind of neat. Yeah. I think it's super neat, and no offense, uh, as much hate to say it, like, as a Firefly fan, they need to get these voice actors, like, voices down, because most of them are young, but Ron Glass ain't no spring chicken. Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's 65-ish, I want to say, like, because he was pretty old when he was playing Shepard to begin with, and that was, you know, 2000 two three when the show came on or something so i mean 
it would be in his best interest probably to go ahead and get some voice acting stuff done. But the game looks fun. The problem is I don't have a PC, so I can't play it. Now, if they made a way where I could play it on my PS4, like if I bought, you know, that would be a DLC game I'd actually buy. Like, if they put that game on the marketplace that I could buy as DLC, I would, I'd purchase it for sure. Which is a big deal because I never buy DLC games. But sure. That one I would make the exception yeah. for if they'd put it on the PS4. So. Cool. Yeah. Look out for Firefly Online. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Did you see the 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 demo clip with Nathan Fillion at the end? No, no. Well, they, they basically show all the game developers, and they're talking about the game, and they're like, you know, if I was a captain, I'd have a shiny ship, or if I was a captain, I would, you know, uh, make my room look like this, or I'd get in bar fights, or I'd do this. And then Nathan Fillion shows up, and he's like, well, if I was a captain, I know what I'd do. I'd aim to misbehave. <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny. Cool. Well, it seems like we have a lot of gaming news um, this last week. Because what I do is like every every week I take down notes on my phone. Like, yeah. hey, this is what we could talk about. I have this cool little app on my phone that could save news articles, and that's, oh, that's the way. Cool. That's kind of how I I do it. Uh, real quick, this isn't a huge topic, but Sony just came out uh, in this last quarter, and and they just announced that they've sold three to one over the xbox so like they are that's stellar that that's that's kind of crazy like so they're they're saying you know they're three to one on their sales so it's like the, it, for every um excuse me for every xbox one that sold yeah. three playstation 4s are sold so that shows you where the consumer market is here in america like yeah. you know i don't i'm not saying xbox one's done yeah, but if they don't do something to change what they're doing, I mean, eventually three to one is going to be five to one. It's going to be six to one, and then yeah. eventually that's going to be done. I mean, no, because if you lose the install base, then the developers are not going to want to publish in your system. No. So yeah, I just didn't know. You know, we, we saw this coming, but I mean, I don't think I, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. That's, to be honest, that's with pretty. You. Yeah, that's not three good. to one. That's, so if you're yeah. if you're if you're a Microsoft owner, if you're a Xbox One owner, you know, I would definitely be I would definitely be buying all. I'd be nervous, but I'd also be buying every Microsoft Xbox One exclusive you can. Sunset Overdrive, you better freaking buy that game because if they, no one's buying exclusives, you might want to buy two copies of Titanfall. <laughs> it's true. You should even if you own Titanfall, buy yeah. it again because right now, if it w- there needs to be a reason to go to Xbox One, yeah, and if there's, there's no reason, then yeah. I mean, Sunset Overdrive is the only exclusive coming out right now, and yeah. if you don't buy that, then you're, yeah. you're hurting yeah. the Xbox One. So because basically at that point. All Xbox One, because in my opinion, I could be totally fucking wrong, but for the exception of Halo and Gears of War, since you know Microsoft did buy Gears of War, I think that the Microsoft exclusives are done. I think come next year, it's just going to be multi-platform shit. Like Microsoft's only going to get multi-platform shit, and only things that are made by Microsoft Studios right. are going to be exclusive. Right. In my you'll, opinion, right? You'll have it, gears. Totally you'll opinion. have a new yeah. gears. You'll have a new Halo, Halo. But that's it. Unless Halo and because if I was them, I'd damn near put out Halo and Gears in the same year just to fucking blast out. Con- they should, you know. They should. Like if you said, look, Christmas time is going to be. Halo. Summertime's well, going to be Gears. They blow systems out, especially if they drop the price down to like two hundred or three hundred. They need a system seller, and that's the thing. They, they don't, don't have one. They thought Titanfall was going to be it, and Titanfall was good at first, and then it trickled off. Like yeah. no one's buying Titanfall anymore. No. They, everyone that was going to buy Titanfall has already bought it, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the problem. Is that no one's buying Titanfall anymore? Mm-mm. So 
They no, wanted this to yeah. have a long longevity. They wanted this to you know last for a while, but no one's buying Titanfall anymore. So they're like, all right, well, what's our game we're selling right yeah. now on our platform? And there's none. I mean, so that's that's the, that, what we said earlier about the Oculus Rift is yeah. it's, it's the idea is that you need to have software that sells your plat your your hardware. So it doesn't have any. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but I mean that that's a scary thing for Microsoft, and they even went connectless, right? They took yeah. their Connect off and everything because so they, they wanted, could drop the price point. So they down. could drop the price point down. Now, if the mic- if the Xbox One says, "Hey, next year we can drop the price down," because where are they at now? They're at uh. There's, three 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 ninety nine same price the yeah. PS4 so they go hey we're three hundred bucks now then you have a whole I don't know if they can afford to do that but if you drop your price down to three hundred bucks well, think about I it. don't even know you you take a loss you say look we're gonna have a bloodbath on the system and we drop it down to three hundred dollars it's gonna be fuck, let's get turn. crazy let's go down two fifty let's cut heads it down are gonna to turn people yeah. are gonna be like what two fifty for an Xbox One fuck it like I can tell you right now if like Microsoft came out tomorrow and said look we're gonna sell the Xbox One 250. I there's a I'd say 65% chance I would go into Best Buy the next day and get one. Right. Because it's like 250, that's fucking cheap as balls. Right. Like at that point I'm like fuck it, I'll I'll go pick one up and you know and play, you know, the couple of games that I can't play on my PS4. So what what are you guys playing if you own an Xbox One? Tell us cuz we I mean other than other than Titanfall, I mean there's nothing really yeah. Because Rome, uh, literally, I beat Rise. Rome, or yeah. Ro- excuse me, Rise. I beat Rise in a night at Player One. So it's right. not that long. So, no. I mean, you know, you've got that, and then you've got the Dead Rising. Um, the, the, well, I will give them this. They got that new Killer Instinct game that looks cool as shit. And they actually are putting out a, a disc version now, which I was excited because I was like... <laughs> Now I can actually get it when I get The only the game I'm one. excited for for Xbox One is the Master Chief Collection. And we already Me talked too, about yeah. this because you get all these games for 60 bucks and yeah. all the DLC. Yeah. That would excite me if I was an Xbox One owner. But other than that, I mean, Titanfall is going to. You got to yeah. lose its. It's got to lose its uh, luster after a while. Oh, and it yeah. already has. No one's buying it anymore. So. And that scares Microsoft. I heard that they want to do a price cut on the game as well because they want to. They oh, want to. They want to. Titanfall down? They want to drop it down to 40 bucks, um, $20 off. So yeah, they might need to mark it down lower than that because I'll tell you what. At first, when Titanfall first came out, because they wanted to move systems, they were selling the for fifty dollars off. They were selling a bundle. Well, they were selling a bundle, and you paid for the system, but you got Titanfall for free. Now you only got a digital copy, but you got the game right. for free when you bought it, thinking that that'll move systems, and then move dick. So yeah. it's like you know. Because I know a couple people were talking to me like, hey, are you going to get it? Because they knew I wanted Xbox One and they knew I wanted Titanfall. I'm like, yeah, fuck no. I'm like, I'm going to keep with my PS4. And if they get their price right, like 300 250 something, I might think about it. But yeah. even then, you mark down the price to that. Why would I even drop that money? There's nothing for me to play. Right. I mean, there's Titanfall. Well, of but- course, you know, we're, we're this is the launch window for both systems. Yeah. And usually it's not until year two before you start getting really good titles. So I think in another year, if Microsoft doesn't do something in another year, they they, they, could, they could be out. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I mean they're gonna have to do something. Look what happened huge. to Dreamcast. No shit. And I, I mean, mean it wasn't yeah. even a whole year; they were done. Yeah. So and I, I think if they don't do something quick, and I think where they really kind of screwed the pooch is at the you know at E three. I wanted like a bukkake of games. Like I right. wanted like just a shitload of games coming from Xbox One. I wanted it to be like. Basically, five-minute trailers for everything they had coming down And the you pipe. told me you were yeah. like, eh. 
because there wasn't anything in there. Exclusive. It was yeah, all it was, stuff you could get on PS4. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Assassin's Creed, you get a yeah. PS4. I mean, Call of Duty. PS4. Uh, yeah, exactly. All that shit. I'm like, well, fuck that. Show me what you got. And it's like, Halo Master Chief Collection. I'm like, well, Which is cool. That is I was, cool. I yeah. like that. I'm I was like, happy okay, about that. That's cool, but what else you got? Like, I figured we'd at least get a Gears teaser. Nothing. Or nothing. Now, you got the Halo Guardians, which is coming out, which I'm thinking is going to be next Christmas. And maybe that will move some systems, but I don't give a hot damn. I ain't paying $400 just to, you know, play one game. I don't give a damn how good the game is. Right. I mean, unless it goes to the fridge and gets me beer and makes me a goddamn sandwich, I ain't doing <laughs> it. So... so. This, I mean, we're not trying to rag. I mean, it does sound like we've been last few episodes we've been ragging on Microsoft, but like well, we just ragged the shit. We ragged the Sony. shit out of Sony because Sony is a fucking. They're fucking a crab right now. Like I don't know what they're <laughs> doing. Like they are just idiots when it comes to this PlayStation now. I don't know what their goddamn game so, is. So, and the only one really that hasn't been doing anything wrong is Nintendo. Uh, I just read a report. They sold five hundred thousand. 510,000 yeah. Wii U copies in the last quarter, yeah. which is a 75% increase. And a lot of it has to do it's with all Mario, Mario Kart 8, 8. Yeah. which if you think Mario Kart 8 is doing so well, wait till Smash Brothers comes out, because that's even bigger of, a, of, a, of an IP. So. Well, on top of that, think about when the Zelda comes Zelda out. Oh comes my out. god, yeah. that's going to be like gangbusters. Well, I'm not going to lie. I think if I can find a bundle where I get a Zelda Wii U, and I get the Zelda game, and maybe like a... a Zelda, what's that fucking thing called? Wiimote. Wiimote, yeah, yeah, the controller with the screen and shit on it that's all kind of like Zelda themed. Yeah. yeah, and I can get it for a decent price. Like, because what are they selling now brand new for 300? 300? It, that'll be a year from now. So let me think. If I could. Well, 250 is the magic number for the Wii U. Yeah. 250 or 200. I'll tell you what, for me, the magic number would be 200. If you said 200 bucks, limited edition. Zelda with the game, it's all Zelda tricked out, two hundred bucks. Fuck it, take my money. I'll walk into GameStop tomorrow or buy that shit or yeah. Best Buy, you know. But so the only one really, you know, doing that, that that's really been solid lately is Nintendo. They've been doing. I mean, they're still reporting losses, of course, but it's not because of the Wii U. But I think they're making the uphill climb. You know what I'm saying? Right, they are. They're slowly, you know, going in the right direction. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I don't know, but. Anyways, I think that's you know we've we've been talking a while on on these topics, but yeah. uh, I feel like you know we we're big gamers, you and I. And yeah. We love games, um, and we we know a good part of our audience loves games. We've we want your feedback. Please yeah. tell us yeah. what's going on. You know, tell us what you're playing on, what system yeah. you're playing on, and if you're if you're playing on the PlayStation, we'll have our gamer tags on there. Yeah. If you're playing on the Wii U, I have a Wii U. You, you'll find my gamer tag on there as well. So just like hit us up, let us know what you're playing. Let us know about everything we've talked about, sure. Oculus and everything like that. For just sure. let us know what's going on, what you what you like, and, and you know your feedback. And you can follow Deuce at all things Deuce on the Twitter machine, and it's Deuce spelled D U C E. And what do you got on the Twitter machine, Johnny? Mine's uh, Johnny underscore Womack. That's J O H N N Y underscore W O M A C K. And don't forget to hit us up on Facebook where we got the Facebook page, and it's. Uh, happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. You can put that up in the search bar and find it. And also, our page has its own Twitter page. And what's the name for the happy hour Twitter page? Twitter page. Uh, you can find us at Twitter at HH Podcast Show. Yes, so. and please, please support us because independent radio is so important, and we really, really exactly. appreciate it. We and we we just a couple of guys that love love media and love pop culture and technology, and we love drinking and. 
getting some beers and, and yeah, just yeah, uh, and, and talking. We want to have man. you guys on too. We, we, we this this is about you guys as well. We want to have you on here. We want if you're passionate about something, let us know. Say hey, Johnny, I'm really big into origami, and I think the or I think the origami needs to be talked about on your program. Hit us a message. We'll we'll work it out. You know, if you're a cosplayer, like we mentioned before, yeah, definitely. If you're a filmmaker, or yeah. if you're a composer, or if definitely. you're I don't know. You, you, you like cross-stitching. I don't know. Come yeah. on and tell us. Talk about it. If it's interesting enough, we'll have you on. Definitely. And so. definitely. And if there's any comedians out there, definitely want to hit True. them up. Yeah. Um, and like I said, definitely the people in the cosplay community. Because we got a lot of stuff. That I know, at least personally, I want to ask right. them. So. But yeah, just definitely hit us up. And thank you so much for listening. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this without you. For sure. We love each and every one of you. You guys are amazing. You, you females are amazing. Just all of you. So thank you so much. And remember, when you talk about the happy hour with Kyle and Deuce, hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Deuce is on the loose. Thank you so much, guys. Good night. Good luck. Bye.